Welcome to the World History Podcast, and today we're talking about World War One. World War One is a devastating war, and we're going to be looking at four deep causes or main causes, and then one cause that really sets it off. Main causes are militarism, alliances, imperialism, and nationalism, which if you put them together, you can see spells main. An easy way to remember what the main causes are. Now, this is usually the point in time where my students are shouting in their heads or sometimes at me, Mr. Starrett, we don't care about World War One. It doesn't affect us today. Could we please go listen to One Direction? Two things. One, yeah, we'll listen to One Direction later. Two, it's important that we understand how these wars start so that possibly we can avoid them in the future. If we can see these underlying causes in our own lives, we can perhaps stop it from happening again. That being said, let's start with the first one, militarism. Militarism is the idea that the military and your army is how you are judged as a nation, whether you're cool enough, whether you're strong enough. Building up your military and glorifying it in some way is going to lead to conflicts being resolved through the military. Now, alliances is really when two countries can get together and say, hey, let's work together. We will protect each other. If I'm attacked, you help me. If you're attacked, I will help you. And you might say, this sounds like a really good idea. It does, except for the fact that it tends to lead to certain countries being a little bit more confident um, in going to war, knowing that someone else will protect them. And it then can sometimes pull other countries in. In Europe, we're going to have a couple main alliances. There's going to be the Triple Alliance, which is created between Austria-Hungary, Germany, and Italy. It's important to realize that Italy will leave this before the war breaks out, but they're in the Triple Alliance. On the other side is the Triple Entente of England, France, and Russia. This is going to be very important and very scary for the Germans especially because France and England are on one side of Germany and Russia is on the other so they are going to have to fight on both sides. Now besides these alliances Russia also had an alliance with Serbia to protect them and this is going to lead to big problems. Basically what will happen is a conflict between Austria-Hungary and Serbia will lead to Russia getting involved on the side of Serbia, then Germany getting involved on the side of Austria-Hungary, and then France getting involved on the side of Austria-Hungary, Germany invading Belgium so they could attack France, then England coming in on the side of France and Belgium. As you can see very quickly, an entire war has broken out. Nationalism is a sense of pride in your country. A belief that in somehow you are better and you need to prove this. This is going to lead to the war because it's going to make people very proud and not want to back down. Everybody thought that they would win quickly because they were somehow better. This is a dangerous set of circumstances, especially when the people who are doing most of the talking and are specifically proud are the leaders who don't have to go and fight. Imperialism is when one country 
takes over another country, often for either economic or political reasons. In this case, the problem stems from the European competition for colonies in Africa and Asia. Basically, many European countries had used the tools of the Industrial Revolution, specifically the Maxim gun, railroads, and steamboats, to take over Africa. Every European country wanted a piece of Africa. England, France, Belgium all had large holdings. Germany got to this a little bit later and thus did not have as much land as the other countries. Germany was a growing power and felt that they should have just as much. So there's lots of tension building as the only way for Germany to gain colonies is going to take it from others and this created tension and bad blood between Germany, England, and France. This bad blood between the haves, England, and the have-nots, in this case, Germany, helps lay the groundwork for the battles to begin. We can see that all the elements are there for a war to begin. And because there are alliances, there's a good chance that a battle between two will become a battle between all. What we see, the spark being, takes place between Austria-Hungary and Serbia. Austria-Hungary controlled much of the other countries around it. Austria-Hungary had been an empire and controlled many different countries with lots of different nationalities. Many of these nationalities wanted to be their own country. One of these groups were the Serbians. In Sarajevo, a teenager named Gavrilo Princip, with the help from a group known as the Black Hand, assassinated Archduke Franz Ferdinand. This may not seem like a huge event, but it is what sparks the war. Austria-Hungary makes demands upon Serbia. Serbia agrees to some, but not enough. Austria-Hungary invades Serbia. This leads Russia to defend Serbia which then leads Germany to defend Austria, Germany to attack France through Belgium, and then England to jump in on the side of France, Russia, and Belgium. How does the rest of the world get tied in, you say? Good question. Because so many of the colonies were controlled by European countries, those groups were suddenly tied in as well. So you suddenly have most of, Africa, most of Africa and India and New Zealand and Australia all brought into the war as well. This is a basic outline and explanation of how the war begins. Thank you from all of us at King Henry's World History Podcast. Tune in next time when we discuss World War II. Take us out, King Henry. Deuces. Bow, 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 bow,